WDBM East Lansing. Hello, East Lansing. It is the newest and greatest edition of Happy Hour with your good friend, Brandon. How are you? Second week of school just started. We're all a little cranky. But alas, the weekend is ahead, and it's already the weekend for me because I don't have Friday class. Mm -mm. Uh, For now, I'm joined with uh, Eric, Miss Hunter, of course. How's it going? It's going great. You know, I, I, I do appreciate the drive you make to be on this show. Well, I we'll mean... We'll just say you don't live in the East Lansing area. Yes. I mean, you're in the area... I live in the Burbs. You're in the Burbs. Okay, <laughs> fine. That reminds me of... Uh, reminds me of... Uh, Tom Hanks? No. Oh. Well, yeah, that was a great movie, but um, John Brown from The Next White Rapper. Mm-hmm. He's the king of the Burbs. <laughs> well, I'm glad to know who I should be sending money to. Well, either way, he got cheated, and I'm still a little uh, a little upset about that. Also joined by Eric. Eric, this is your first appearance on Happy Hour, right? Well, second, I guess. Yeah, this is probably my first real appearance on it, because when I sat in on it last semester, I didn't get to speak, so. Okay, well, you're going to speak plenty this time, um, because I hate the sound of my own voice. Oh, okay. Especially when it sounds like that. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, and then Brian, thank you for pressing the buttons. My roommate Darren just stopped by. This is very exciting. That's Darren, it is also <laughs> it is also your first time on Happy Hour. Yeah. So, well, is it? Yeah. You're on Sports Rap. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is ever exciting. I know I'm excited. <laughs> There's rumors that a very popular Impact specialty show host will also be stopping by, but we're gonna let that remain a mystery. If you guys want to talk to me tonight and you're not in the panel, you can always call in at 432-3893, or you can hit me up on the AOL Instant Message screen name, Impact Happy Hour, which is actually up and, and running, and I've been slow on that in the past, and uh, fun stuff like that. So we always want to kick it off with super exciting weekend stories. Um, I'll, I'll save mine for last, because uh, <laughs> I got injured. Eric, Eric, how's your Labor Day weekend? My uh, Oh, whoops. Uh-oh. Whoa. We got two Eric's. All right, Miss Hunter. We'll okay. have to go with Miss Hunter for this. Or Eric 1 and or Eric, Eric A. One. Well, we don't want to do 1s and 2s. Oh, 1 and A. <laughs> 1 and A. <laughs> yeah. All right, Eric 1. All right. Um, pretty boring, just sending people down to Florida and welcoming people back up from Florida. That's it. At the airport. That's pretty much all I did. Just seeing happy people leave and sad people come back. Uh, I don't know. Going down there nowadays seems kind of sad. I hear Why? Ike and old. If you're going down, no, I can at the Atlantic. I hear he's already Category Four. Ooh, there's yeah. another one lining up right behind that one. Yeah, the only time I ever uh, went down to Florida, well, actually that's not true. The, the first time I, I flew down there and then uh, met up with my parents and we drove back and we're I guess beating a hurricane the whole way, which was. Sweet. Sounds like something my parents would do. <laughs> that we gotta make good time! <laughs> that or Bill Paxton. Yeah, Bill Paxton's been known to do that, but he's professional. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Darren, I was not in our 12-person house, but you were... Kind of? What, what kind did you do of? this weekend? I don't, I, don't, I don't think I know the story. Um, basically, I just watched the game. Yeah. Bill, uh, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. It's very sad. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty boring on Labor Day. You don't, you, don't, you don't call pass interference for a love tap to the helmet. You just don't. No, or a non-touch at all. Or a non-touch. All right, so, <laughs> uh, Eric A., how, how was your weekend? My weekend was pretty cool. Uh, I, I didn't do much Friday. Well, 
I, I got dropped off at a party, but I didn't oh, stay boy. for too long because one of my friends actually wanted to leave, which was always fun to explain to people. Well, you know, I can't let her walk back right. to campus by herself. Nope. And that, that should be an understandable thing. Yeah. And I'm kind of glad I left because I heard shortly after people were taking their clothes off in the middle of the street. Wow. So I'm kind of glad I missed out that on really, that. That really surprises me. And then Saturday I went to another party at Josh's what? house. How timely is it that I just walked in? <laughs> yes. The, the, the question, well, the question, well, the surprise was a very famous Impact Specialty Show host was going to be stopping by. Oh. And now we know it's Joshua from <laughs> oh, the Cultural well, Vibe. I mean, hey. <laughs> do what I do. Make moves. So another blowout. Always. All right. It was a house with 14 people Guess in it. Guess my Facebook invite got lost in the mail. No, sir. I invite everybody. <laughs> all right, all it right. Was, it was cool. Even Josh's impression like he was about to take over the world. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's a point during the party, right? Because the cops have been pretty fa- fairly cool about yeah. us, right? You know, they haven't hassled us much. And in my, in, in my great list of things to do in life, I decide I'm going to stand on top of my car. <laughs> Why with not? No, with no shirt on, but a, a white... A white Undershirt, one of those white wife beaters. Sure, they call the it. white undershirt. Quotations for those of you with out no there in radio. Yeah. yeah, and stand on my car and look like the stereotypical <laughs> rapper talking about how the cops don't have nothing on two hundred seven Bogue and they can, <laughs> they can come get me. Wow. And, and and literally the minute I get off the car, <laughs> I was like, ah. Mm. Well, I mean, always I was just, getting shut down. I was just kidding, guys. I mean, you oh stood on top of a mattress after that, but wow. I did. Yeah, See, I don't even remember. <laughs> so were they just like, hey, cool it later? No. That's what they did, what they did the first time. Okay. They basically told us if we kept the uh, music down, we'd be fine. Cool. This time they told us that we had to go and confiscated my ID. Ooh. So they had to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's not That's That's great. never fun, but we didn't break any laws, you know. It's just... You know, our our relationship with ELPD is pretty good. They let us rock for a certain amount of time. It was about three. It was time to get rid of a lot of the riffraff. So, you know. Sure. They had terrible so time. If, so if the police are, are, are out there, you know, we're still cool. You guys are cool with us. High five. There's here. no NWA over here. Exploding you know? high five. No, no NWA any no, science. No e- easy E going on in here. <laughs> All right. Um, well, my weekend was uh, a story of things not to do. While floating around in Lake Michigan, uh, my buddy Mike was nice <laughs> enough to invite me up again. The three major, you know, summer holidays: you got Memorial Day, you got the Fourth, and then of course it kicks, it, it ends with Labor Day. And uh, so I was up there again, and uh, so I guess Fourth of July, my buddy Jared thought it'd be a cool thing to do to reenact Stone Cold when Stone Cold would take two yuhus smash them together, and then pour them all over his face. I think a couple suds might have went into his mouth. Is that why you have the splint on your hand? That's why I've got the splint on my hand. So here's the deal, is that there's a little misconception about whether or not Stone Cold would crack them, just crack them, crack the yoo-hoos and smash them together, or if, like, I don't know, for whatever stupid reason, when he hit them together, the yoo-hoos just opened themselves. Well, as it turns out, that's not how it goes, and uh, if you attempt that, your left yoo-hoo can will... Split right in half, and then sole your middle left finger. So uh, eight stitches later, I've been walking around like an idiot with this. <laughs> not even like a cool story to tell. Just um, I was doing something really stupid, and uh, I guess paid for it. Thank God my buddy's uh, uncle and mom were doctors. I was going to say, it could be worse. You could have been arrested at Cedar Fest. That's true. 
because I'd still be well arrested at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I used, you still see the uh, you still see the ads for rewards up there. So that's terrible. They're turning the student body against each other. Wow. Even more. It depends. <laughs> it depends. I guess. Believe me, the student body turns <laughs> on turns itself. on itself enough. Without catalyst, you're right. Yeah. Speaking of that, yeah, so I have to, you know, I have to bike around campus. I'm close enough to where a bike is is a good way to travel, and people just aren't down with proper biker etiquette around here. Oh no, no one understands. Like I don't, I don't get road rage, but I get biker rage like no other. Like, I, <laughs> like it all started my junior year when I was uh, riding my back my bike over to Wonders, and I gave this girl the left the left part of the sidewalk. I was like, here you go, it's all you. And she still hit me. And I'm like, <clears throat> I landed gracefully. She flew over the handlebars. Kind of got scratched it, though. <laughs> My bike didn't make it. Her bike was fine. Uh, I tried to always, help. I was like, I was like come on. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please let me help you up. Total refusal, just crying, bawling. People are coming over. A police officer came over and threatened you know, to beat he's you like, up. He's like, what's going on? I was like, um, well, she hit me. I don't know what else to say about it. Um, I don't believe I said that, but the officer did, and he's like, well, you know, how how much further do you have to go? I said, oh, well, I'm just at Wonders. And he said, you know, good, because I don't think your bike's going to make it. And I looked over my bike, and my front tire is, like, at a 90-degree angle. So <laughs> so that was fine. So I'm trying to avoid that more than ever these days. It's tough. See, that's why you need one of those heavy-duty bikes that when, Seriously. that when the wheel gets out of contor- like gets contorted like that, you can just put it back in. Well, I, I took it up to a bike shop in my hometown, and I was like, hey, guy, you know, you think you can, like, maybe straighten out this rim? And they just laughed at me because it was so bad. I didn't, I didn't have it. I didn't. Why would they laugh at you? I don't know. <laughs> no kidding, right? Well, I mean, that's what you do in a bike shop. It's like that's the, that's like the, the bright spot of your day. Just that guy brings up brings up the rim that you can't figure out. So it's like <laughs> the company guy. computer guy on SNL. He gets his one chance <laughs> yeah. to exert his control right. over everybody. Who played him? Jimmy's. I'm Jimmy not funny Fallon. Jimmy, I'm the host of the Tonight Show, Fallon. Late night. Late, late, night. late night. Late night. Yes. Well, I mean, if you figure if it was between oh, him really? and, and Carson Daly, yeah. I mean, because Conan's going to take over for Jay Leno. Wow. Still yeah. don't believe. I still find it hard to believe they're sending him out to Burbank. Yeah, that's not going to work, because Conan's a, a New York City guy. I don't know. It's weird. Um, here's here's my favorite my favorite celeb gossip uh, highlight of the week here, and it is that uh, Pam Anderson and Michael Jackson are dating. That seems like just an excuse for an if they made it on Conan. What? What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Yep, where they where they mesh the two faces. So does that like count as lesbianism since Mike Mike Jackson is a white woman now? So how does that work? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just wondering. Right. Like I'm well, cool, I'm cool with that. You know, I just want to know. <laughs> do you ca- categorize that under L or H? <laughs> I don't know. I'm wow. I'm categorizing it as W for weird. <laughs> WTF. <laughs> uh, the King of Pop just turned 50 and uh, recently enjoyed a string of private dates with Pamela, who is now 41. It says uh, it was all arranged by their people in total secrecy. Uh, very cloak and dagger. A a tattler tells whatever publication this is they arrived separately at the uh the shutters motel in malibu beach so no one would suspect a thing and a few drinks i, I was i was reading something different it's like michael always 
wants things kept private because he's always worried about people following him and blah blah blah. Like, no one's gonna follow Michael. Jackson. Right, he's following <laughs> other people. Like he's the one creeping he's, at this point. He's so weird. But at least she <laughs> can't follow him. She can't give him anything that'll ruin his looks. If anything, he'll look better. Right. So I mean, you don't think he looks good? You know what's great uh, about Michael is that like if that money supply just runs down, boom, one night only concert that. A who's who of celebrities. <laughs> he did that one in New York, and everyone was like jumping the MTV Music Awards to go like perform with him or to go watch him or whatever. Like, yeah, because it, it still is Michael Jackson, you right? Know? It's just the equivalent of like most of us grew up on tr- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What if Donatello just weirded out? You know, <laughs> he's still Donatello. So. <laughs> he's still the worst Ninja Turtle. <laughs> hey man, hey, he's good with machines. Okay, everybody needs a logistics guy. <laughs> Not that was. Splinter. I mean, we can't, we can't all, we can't all be Leonardo, Leonardo stands because he had a samurai sword. Yeah, it's true. To me, Donatello made, Raphael made the most. With the size of, was the worst. Made the most of his horrible. Well, Raphael always made the bad decisions that's why he got beat up in the movie you know that movie sucked which one tmnt which, the original the CGI. Okay. oh yeah, yeah. No, no come on oh now. god i mean hey, please wow. even if i felt that way about the first one i wouldn't say it i just no. lie about it <laughs> no the first and out of the original series the first two were good i don't know what they were no for the third, third one, one was pretty bad I thought. what was it about like for the third movie in those type of series they always want to go back in time because i never got that about back to the future well i mean it was a pretty good game i like the time. back to the future the turtles in time was a good game i, I agree with that that in uh, the 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 actual arcade game. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That in the Simpsons arcade game mm-hmm. revolutionized uh, co- coin op to me. <laughs> NBA Jam revolutionized. What's that with for me. what's with like the part three is always just being like just not too good. Well, because that you figure at that point it's kind of like after the first one you're like, well, we could probably squeeze one more out. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then the third one it was like, well, maybe they'll just like the name and. We'll, <laughs> And no one ever just likes. Maybe we'll just send them back to ancient. uh, I forget where they went. I thought they were feudal Japan. Japan. Yes. So that that's fun. (laughs) It's like they want to always go back in time with the third movie in a series. It's like, what's the point? So when I uh, made sense for Back to the Future. When we get like decent production (laughs) for the show, here's the part where I'd be like, "So major props to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles," and Brian presses a button and like claps and stuff. I don't know something. Yeah, where's that was Ian's job, wasn't it? You know, well, Ian had this like soundboard on his his Macintosh. That I missed that so soundboard much. that would just play um bop real random. Where have you gone, Ian? Well, he's at Starbucks now, but that's besides the point. He works there. Yeah, the one in, the one in Frandor. Oh. Who wants to go all the way out to Frandor for for high priced coffee? Say hi to our good friend Ian if you're over in Frandor. Um, another to get traded to the one on Grand River <laughs> for 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 a coffee to be named later, right? For for a new innovative coffee right. idea. Um, well, it's official. Um, David Spade is the father of a uh, super hot Playboy bunny that he probably would never get in a million years if he wasn't Wait, so he's the father of the bunny? No, he's... Okay, he's the father of the bunny's child. Oh, I was about to say. (laughs) (laughs) Is David Spade is doing the Lord's work then? (laughs) (laughs) They're not married. That's not the Lord's work. They're not married. (laughs) Oh, you got me there. (laughs) Um, I guess it's Playboy Bunny, Jillian Grace, if that's familiar to anyone out there. I'm I'm sure it's familiar to a few Happy Hour fans out there. Yeah, I'm sure it's been pinned up in somebody's bathroom (laughs) or somewhere. (laughs) Something like that. For like a bathroom in 207. Oh, girl. Um, Yo, don't bring that up. 
I didn't do that. And I don't want people thinking that I co-signed that. <laughs> Yo, because, I mean, I mean, I don't like to be sleazy, you know. It just attracts people that are sleazy as well. What the? <laughs> oh, okay. That's not your place, Josh. Is it? Yo, it's definitely my place. Throughout the throughout the address on no. there, bold, my friend. He did it. I didn't do it. No, you did it. No, he did it. No, you, he, no, he in your in your story, you did it. Oh yeah. All right. Second second best headline of the week: David Duchovny and his oh, rehab you were for about sex. To say something highly inappropriate. No. There, what was I? <laughs> yes, you were. David Duchovny. <laughs> Are you serious? No, you were about to say something worse. I think you're reaching because I have no idea. Okay, oh, you were we'll move on. We'll move on. Uh, he's being treated <laughs> for sex addiction. Uh, apparently, Mr. Duchovny's a bed hopper, and he just can't get enough. He's uh, he's apparently also doing the Lord's work. I mean, no, no, no. That man <laughs> has done Satan's work on quite a few occasions. But think about Are it. Are you like, referring to the X-Files? <laughs> yes. Quite frankly, but think okay. about it. All, all three of his shows have revolved around sex. He was on Red Red, Red Shoe Diaries. That's that's sex right there. Red Shoe Diaries. That was a show. That's like a that's that was a like a shit. Showtime. It was, it was no. It, it it isn't just like movies. They like back in the day used to have series, and David Duchovny was just like this old forlorn man that would just walk and be like, "I wonder what's going on in this section of of the Bahamas," <laughs> and then two people just start doing it out of nowhere, you right? Know? And then he moved on to X Files, and that whole show was secret. Moonlighting, or that was the show with uh, Sybil Shepherd and uh, Bruce Willis, like Moonlighting. It was basically boom, Moonlighting with aliens. Wow. I personally, I loved him in the Larry Sanders show. I forgot that existed. I didn't even uh, know he, he was on that. He had like this really weird man crush on Gary Shanley. There you have it. It was incredible <laughs> sexual attention. And then Californication, one of the greatest shows that ever come out, is just basically about how he's just like this like bad I'll do whatever I want guy that goes around and sleeps with half half of California. So you know, it's basically his biography. Really. So you know, this this news isn't really surprising to me. No, it's. <laughs> Maybe he needs to play a male nun in a movie. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Brother Cotney in the nunnery. The nunnery. Make him play an absent man. Maybe he should have been cast for 40 year old virgin. Who knows? Um, that was lame. Anyway, so <laughs> Katy Perry, um, you know, that song I Kissed a Girl. We we're, we're playing a little bit uh, here at the Impact, and uh, the hate emails soon followed and started pouring in, mostly from Autumn, but. That's her prerogative. Based on, like, the content of the song or just sucking? Just based on the song, I guess. Okay. So, whatever. Um, but anyway, a uh, the, the Haven's Corner Church, which apparently is in uh, Black Lake, Ohio, uh, now has a sign outside of their church with new lyrics to the song. And uh, it goes, I kissed a girl and I liked it. And then it adds, then I went to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> wow. Like, like that song is very annoying, and after, like, the first week of me hearing it, I was like, okay, this song sucks. I can't listen to it anymore. I mean, like, I, I, like, I didn't... That's crazy right there. It's crazy to... Yeah. Wow. See, the first time I heard it was at Harper's, so my I'm biased in, like, a positive way, because whenever I hear it, I just think of how it looks at Har- Harper's. And it always gets crazy in that, that place when that song comes on. That's what I'm saying. That's why it hit the Impact Airways. People love it. I don't know, though. I wouldn't play it. 
If it were me. On Vibe? Probably not. I mean, of course not on Vibe. <laughs> well, I look like, you know? But in general. I know so, you know, I know a few people who like it. And it's like, I just think it's so cool that she would come out and say that. And I'm like, because she kissed a girl? I kissed a girl. So what? <laughs> Her parents are actually, you know, kind of, from what I've heard, extreme Christians who practically disowned her after she came out with that song. Wow. Yeah. They disowned her right before the mansion. And That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yo, get some money first. Then <laughs> the world travel. That's not how the game get is your, played. Get your cars and, and whatnot. Uh, I don't know. Who's this Leighton Meester girl? Um, she's on Gossip Girl. Oh, thank you, Jane. Yeah, no problem. She's in, is she in jail now? No. Oh, she <laughs> was born behind bars. Yeah. Oh. I hear, I always hear about that show, but it's on it's on CW, so I'm not gonna watch it. You know, I don't even know what channel CW is. Exactly, <laughs> case in point. That was like the worst merger. <laughs> it's done nothing. Yo, because basically <laughs> it was UPN taking over WB and yeah. getting whatever shows it didn't have, having excuse to get rid of the fact that they were the black station out of all the top. Uh, Stations and now it's just kind of weird. Weirdest thing about the new programming lineup they have is that in 90210, the guy that played Mike on the wire is some like playboy on the show. He was the hard- hardest guy on the wire in season five, and now he's you know walking around with his striped shirts with the two uh, two buttons unbuttoned strategically. Shot oh. that Chester, Jesus, Dang. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Usually you're supposed to go upward in your career, you know? Phil don't tell that to Pauly Shore. Yo, wow. why does he have a career is the better question. I don't know. I think it's all still stemming from Biodome, which I actually watched the other week. Biodome, it was worse than I remembered when I watched it. <laughs> That's I a great movie. Uh, I liked In the Army Now. Yeah, that was... Well, that had Andy Dick, too, another, another fellow Pauly Shore. Andy Dick had a funny show on MTV, Are you though. ready for this? This system Love it. was awesome. What? Clipped. You're clipped. Well, yeah, the assistant. Yeah, You're I love. I love that show. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, I didn't even remember. I haven't seen it in so long. No. If those, please, God, MTV, please release those DVDs because I think I, they have. Really? I swore I saw season I'm, one I'm on DVD not too long ago. I just love. He he had that dude go break up with his girlfriend for him at like some <laughs> <Yes>. nightclub, <laughs> and she's like all like. Like what's going on today? He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're clipped. This is my job. And he like takes off. <laughs> his show worked because his like manic, like whatever type personality is fine. Yeah. And then it, and then it was like he just kind of became a caricature of himself, like so many of those type of comedians begin to do. Like yeah. he realized that people had certain jokes about them that he just had to be because everybody was saying. And I just didn't get it. Was that show a complete setup too? That was like completely fake. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah. Joe Schmo. I, I highly doubt yeah. that girl was. Um, I highly doubt that girl was his assistant, or was his assistant for longer than a, a month. Say, <laughs> I don't know. That show is awesome. Though. I like the, the best episode was when he had everyone do like a little individual thing. Like these two girls had to like clean his car or whatever, and uh, and he like it came back like caked in mud and stuff like that. One dude had, like, run a charity marathon and win, so he, like, stole the award or something. I mean, it was totally set up, <laughs> but it was pretty good. Um, are you guys, are any of you guys, like, huge on the MTV movie awards or anything like that? I used to watch every year. Or what is it, the no music point. or movie that's coming up? Music. It's the VMAs. Yeah, the VMAs. Of course, being hosted by uh, Russell Brand. Who? The okay, <laughs> yo, every time I see that commercial, I always go, look. 
MTV has to be the meanest TV <laughs> channel ever. Like, MTV, for the last, like, two or three years, has actually done its best to put stuff on there that no one likes. Yeah, everyone watches it because it's MTV. So right. who is Russell Brand? He's Have you uh, seen For Gangster Marshall? Because no. this is literally the only thing I've seen this guy in. He, yeah, he's he's like a um, he's a British like rock star, in forgetting Sarah Marshall. He's he's not 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 even like a rock star. He's like a a radio personality and like a journalist or whatever. In and real I, life or what? In real life, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm so just how saying. Does he, how does he go about hosting the V? That's what I'm saying. Like I, I have no idea. I don't know. Like like I said, MTV I think is going out of their way to see. When they can start losing viewers and it's just not working. Because they could have literally really picked anybody to do that. People anybody are still watching relevant. The Hills. Like, yeah, MTV I think is like the only channel that will like show you like the whole season of some show, like brand new season of Run's House. <laughs> you can watch the whole season on Sunday, even though it premieres on Wednesday. Yeah, and then people will still watch it because people are stupid. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Like, I've given up on the MTV generation. I say it like I'm not a part of it, but I really don't know what our generation is anymore. I think we were the Nickelodeon generation. We were, but to a, I mean, to a large extent, we were the MTV generation, because MTV was really different in the 90s. Not saying that it was better because it's old. And no, it had way better shows, like Singled Out. They had videos on. You right. know, music on television. Well, they, I mean, they have they have entire channels devoted to music now, but you know, you've got to have like the premium cable package to get them. Yeah, I saw that we had MTV Three, and that's the only channel that has music on it. I thought MTV. They used to give you MTVU in the dorms, yeah, and that's like twenty four seven. But uh, I can't get down with every indie. Hey, MTV cosigns us so we're good. Band that comes out, and that's what I couldn't do about MTVU. It would be a vast level of garbage on MTVU. I would rather listen, like listen to the impact. Not saying that I would. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> I'm not saying oh, it like wow. that. Obviously, because I, I mean, I chose to be employed here it means I have some type of endearment for where I work. But sure. I mean, Impact has always had better music than the garbage that would be on MTVU. Hence, not playing much garbage. <laughs> Jay Young wow. endorses the, Impact. The band garbage or garbage? Garbage. The band wasn't that bad. No. If I would see that on MTVU, I would like at least know who they are. As opposed, as opposed to these groups that I think they just look out their window and name their band on whatever they see. <laughs> yeah. Overcast in the sky. Minus the bear. Harking meter. Right. <laughs> I can't years. even think of it anymore. <laughs> like the hottest band out there now. Toyota Camry with headlight busted <laughs> Oh, that'll be a great group name. Busted headlight. Boys God. like girls, but girls like running into speakers at 90 miles an hour. Somebody like, did that? No, but like... There's a, boy, there's a band like called girls. Boys Like Girls, but I decided to oh. add back because that's just how stupid I think that is. I thought you were is. making another reference to Saturday. I was about, where was I when this happened? <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> Eric, you're a bad influence. Not a chance. Despite being like four years younger younger than me yeah <laughs> what's that about <laughs> have you guys have you guys heard any uh hot stories in the i got a sports story let's talk it okay so you guys know the detroit lions obviously because that's oh yeah topic. this is great yes this okay. is great so <laughs> okay. here's the here's the here's the story i want i'll try and condense this and make it a two-minute story basically let you know what let it fly because the this is such a great the story. lions have a starting running back their one. backup running back used to be a guy by the name of Tatum Bell. Tatum Bell sucks, quite frankly. 
So when <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals dropped their old running back, Rudy Johnson, who used to be pretty good. Yeah, until he got injury prone. Right. We signed Rudy Johnson. So now we have our starter, Kevin Smith, Rudy Johnson, sure. and Tatum Bell. Well, no. We realize Tatum Bell sucks. <laughs> we don't need him anymore. No. So we cut him. Apparently, Tatum Bell steals Rudy Johnson's luggage as he leaves the practice facility for all the cameras to see. <laughs> and, you know, Rudy, and, and it's just when you see the story on, on Sports Yahoo, it's the funniest thing ever because it's like the way they say it. Rudy Johnson says police weren't involved. He will be talking to Bell man to man. But <laughs> he, he reports that he lost all his, he got all his luggage stolen, $200, credit cards, ID, and underwear. <laughs> and then you look at Tatum Bell's picture, and you think this is the type of guy that would possibly steal a man's luggage because he lost his job. Now, <laughs> on the bright side, though, he did get the actual bags returned to him, and uh, the, the money clip. Right. The <laughs> article I read said a woman, so I don't know if it was supposed to be like a representative of so Mr. Bell. Or that's just... where part two comes okay. in. Okay. So apparently, Tatum Bell's rebuttal is that he thought. Well, not that he thought. He was told by a friend that he got cut, that that his friend got cut. Calvin DeGreat or something like that. Yes, there's actually a person in the, in the world whose last name is DeGreat. Go figure. But anyway, so the the instructions as given to Bell from DeGreat was to give the bags to the woman. And that was the woman who returned it. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like, come on now. Like, That's shady. Who believes direct, that? Direct quote from uh, Tatum Bell from the Detroit Free Press. I ain't no thief. I ain't never been one. I ain't never gonna be. It's all misunderstanding. And he says, you can talk to any of the players I've played for the past whatever years. I've never stolen anything from anybody. It was so funny because in the same article, he's, he says, uh, now when when player, when uh, coaches ask the players of the, of the Lions or the coaches of the Lions about his history, they're going to give him the this, that, and the third. Teams won't sign, sign me. And then I look at the comment board and somebody said, Hey, Tatum, look on the bright side. No one's not signing you because you're a thief. They're not signing you because you suck. <laughs> and then, of course, the next person in the peanut gallery chimes in. At least he didn't fumble the bags. You know, Ooh. so just viciousness. But it, it was by far the funniest sports story I had heard all year. Oh, by far. Even beyond Chad Johnson changing his name to Chad o Ocho Cinco. Yeah, Chad Johnson's <laughs> official name is now what? Chad Javon Ocho? Cinco. Wow. Now, was it Javon before, yeah, or did yeah. he add that? No, to it was part of his okay. name. I don't know. Like the the other funny sports I heard this year was definitely when uh, Shaq did that freestyle about. Oh wow! Oh wow! It's a disgrace to my job as a hip hop radio show host. It didn't happen. You're lying. It never happened. <laughs> and Shaq never history. got his sheriff license taken away either. Done. I got one in the first place. Poor guy. Is he done now? Is he still playing? He's still playing. If you want to call it that. No, I don't. <laughs> don't want to call it Getting that. Getting hurt for $20 million a year. I don't even... Who's he with? Phoenix now? Yeah. 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 He's such a lumbering oaf now. Yeah, he's done. Oh, well. Give some um, time to work on Shaq Fu, too. Wow. Shazam. You want to know what's up there with some of the worst decisions I made in video game history? <laughs> I had a chance to buy Live 97, and I bought Shaq Fu and NCAA Basketball. No. Oh. No. Yeah, that was the dumbest decision I ever made. <laughs> what was wrong with NCAA Basketball? It's called NCAA Basketball. It's <laughs> generic. Everyone's like number f power forward 41, and... 
The only thing innovative <laughs> about the game for a time was the passing system when it basically had like colors above your head like green meant you could shoot you were wide open to shoot and make it or mm-hmm. green meant somebody was open to pass it yellow meant caution and red meant don't and I was like that's <laughs> novel but it's also easy if you just have patience and wait for everything to turn green and score all the time or you could just be like me how I play basketball games in general and just think you're Kobe and you can shoot over everybody and that's how it is <laughs> that's what Kobe does that's why I loved live, because you could just run down the court with Joe Dumars and launch one from the half-court line, and it'll go in 20 times a game. <laughs> and then if you wanted to play defense, all you had to do was run into somebody and knock them into the stands. That's the way basketball is meant to be played. Unless you turn it off. Yeah. That's how Ron Artest, I was watching some like random highlight thing today, and I was watching when Ron Artest tried to pull down uh, Paul Pierce's pants when he was covering them. Yeah, Ron Artest was crazy. Certifiable was is wow. well. I, we'll I see what I happens. Don't see him now that he's not with Indiana anymore. He kind of does whatever he does. Right, he's with Houston now, isn't he? He mm-hmm. got traded from Sacramento. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Apparently, there's a little drama at the Playboy Mansion because his main babe, uh, Holly, is uh, being seen clubbing it up with. Uh, okay. Whoa. Oh, never mind. Chris Angel. Chris Angel's 42 years old, which is still whoa, but I so, thought so they were talking Chris about... Chris Angel goes to the club. Yeah. That's an interesting concept. You know how easy it would be for him to just get, get girls? Like, he's one, broke. two, three... Ma- oh, does, yeah, he's totally weird. Does he go to party or does he go to freak minds? <laughs> he probably goes to both. <laughs> freak minds. He's the well, I mean, guy. he is the uh, mind, I am the mind the freak. Street, I'd run in the other direction, and I'm not scared of much. I'm from Detroit. <laughs> but he scares me. Like, I would hide under a car. Under a car. Not in a car, under a car. He'd lift <laughs> that car up. He's done it. He'd yeah. make it disappear. Well, but in the time and the car his, ran through him. In the time it takes for his production crew to show up for that to happen, I'll be gone. Right. <laughs> wow. He's no David Blaine or anything. What? Oh, David Blaine picks like one... One, uh... One Endurance one feet thing. Yeah, one year. feet a year. That's all he has to do. He's like Bruce Wayne. He just shows up once and things go down. He's also like Bruce Wayne. He spends all his time planning... Oh, is this the uh, theme? Yeah. Performed I don't know how that's picking up on air. That's the best I can do with what I've got <laughs> right now, is to YouTube the Mind Freak intro and put the microphone up there. <sighs> I think Chris Angel's fine. Whatever. He's got to be one of the top ma- magicians out there. I think he could do anything that David Blaine could do. They're all they're all the same. They're all crazy. And What's <laughs> Blaine's next thing? I feel like I just talked about... He's being held upside down... Oh, yeah, like Central six Park. feet in the air, <clears throat> or sixty feet in the air for it seems like a month he does that or all something, the time, though. right? Well, like no. that's how he sleeps. Everything is like the the prerequisite is to be hung upside down. Then you fill in the blanks, you know. Uh, last time he was in a block of ice. Mm. Yeah. Whatever. I don't understand it. No, he's buried alive, wasn't he? No, that was the one before that. See, I, I just remember back when Howard Stern was still on E, him having dudes like go up to the block of ice and like <laughs> moon them and stuff like that. I don't know. But then you've got like the Today Show right there too. So what can you do? I'd like to see a celebrity boxing Chris Angel and David Blaine. It'd be a spectacle. Pigeons flying like, out of everywhere. It would be like a, a, a Mortal Kombat game where both characters just teleport all the time. That's the <laughs> yeah. only move they know. That's how they. That's how they fight each other. Move, the Fatality moves make him disappear. 
Speaking you know, of it, have you heard anything new about the MK versus DC game? Yes. Have you seen Joker's Fatality? I have. This is the greatest fatality in the history of of the the whole franchise. What is it? What is it? What is it? Spoiler alert. <laughs> Uh, what the Joker does is, you know, it's finish him. Yes. He pulls out a gun, pulls oh, the trigger, geez. and it's, you know, just one of those bang flags that yeah. comes out. Mm-hmm. He does a little dance around laughing about it, pulls out a different one, and this time it's not a flag. Uh, and the person dies. That's... And he dances around some Yeah, more. but what's crazy is, like, the, the, the look on the person's face. They're like, oh, my God, what's going on here? And, he, and, and it's, like, classic Joker, because he's just, like really silly one moment and dead serious the next, literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's why people... Hey, Brandon, I got something for you. Yo, what's I up? was watching Knocked Up the other day and I realized how much you look like Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should uh, go in front of a wall. All right, Joshua, here it is. I've heard that from like 10 people. I'm sure. Because it's, it's true. It's not even right. Yeah, that's your brother. <laughs> he's, he's like, I completely see it now. It's not even right. And, and I, I was watching it. the whole movie, and I was like, I can't take this movie seriously because that's Brandon. <laughs> I keep thinking, whoa, that's my boss from the Impact. I can't watch this movie. <laughs> it all started with these inebriated girls in a dorm that I was in the elevator with. And they're like, you totally look like Seth Rogen! I was like, oh. You're Seth Brogan. Steph- <laughs> That's your new name. Steph- okay. Well, apologies to Seth Rogen if we're being compared. Um, <laughs> I, 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 wick- I wiki David Blaine, and the next stunt is sleep deprivation. After, of course, he hangs himself from whatever. That's not really magic, though. No, it's not magic. That, that, seems, not magic pre- that seems pretty I'm hard, sure the guy though. who originally did that for Guinness... Isn't a magician like he just stayed up a long like, time? Naturally, naturally, all us as college students think it's no big deal. Like we all go days on end without sleep. But I just thought about how like hard it is for me to function when I don't get enough sleep to go days without it. Yeah. Well, how long exactly is he trying to do? Um, I'm trying to find that. He's not. Oh, I don't know. I'll I mean, find it. I'm pretty sure at a certain point without sleep, you actually die. Yeah. Like, I heard, like, after 14 <clears throat> days or so. Yeah, the uh, the record is 11 and a half days without sleep. And the guy who did it was uh, Englishman Tony Wright, and it said it left him with halluc- hallucinations, like dreaming while he was awake, and that Guinness refused to list or cite his record because of the health risks. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. That's Wait, because you don't want people to try and beat it. Well, no kidding. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't go. I, I went to sleep for four hours last night, and I was disoriented today. Hallucinating, you know? Imagine going four days without it. Not even. Well, I think it's not even the most sane man homicidal, you know? Oh, but easily. I, I think I got like five hours or whatever. I, don't I got five <laughs> hours of sleep, and apparently, like in the state between being asleep and waking up, apparently I grabbed my phone and started texting my fiance. But it was just, like, random letters. <laughs> I managed to send it. And then later, when she got a break from work, she texted me back, like, what? I'm like, what? What do you mean, what? I had no recollection of this. So I look at it, and I'm like, did somebody break in and use my phone? <laughs> yeah. Text you random letters. That'd be quite the break. Right. In there. And the paper trail is always fun, especially if you've, if you've done heavy drinking the night before. Yeah, that's what that's where texting goes bad. Right oh, there. my God. Don't, see, the, the way my world works is <laughs> I leave AIM on all the time. Okay. So say I go out to the bar. People have probably aimed me, and I might have about six messages mm-hmm. waiting for me when I come back. <laughs> 
Wow. And I'll, I'll personally, I am all of them back. Okay. Hi, how are you doing? It's very nice. In drunk form, of course. Sure. L O L L L L I'm so drunk. A couple colons in there instead of an L. And then you wake up the next morning and you're like, what possesses me to do that? To talk like that? Maybe you shouldn't drink. You're right. There it is. And that's how it goes, folks. There it is. Done and done. Moment of clarity. Be a PSA. Brian informed me that David Blaine's. Amongst his op- occupations on Wiki, it says illusionist, endurance artist. There, <laughs> there it like is. BS to me. There it is. He's an endurance artist. He's, he's, a, anyone, like he's a gypsy. That's what he is. I think so. He's so creepy though. Gypsies are creepy. Is it like? Is it? Is it on the like? You have to be creepy to be a magician. I think I'm sure it works. helps. Yeah, right, it's a performance right. enhancer. It's like, hey, why don't you pick this guy? Just like rappers are supposed <laughs> to wear real colorful stuff. Are they? I guess. I just <laughs> said anything. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I was just watching Run's House when, uh, not Diggy, but Rusty becomes a magician. I hate that show. I, hate that show. I love that show. Because it's the stupidest thing on planet Earth. Rev Run is a domesticated man. Now. No, he's not. <laughs> Him, the, the only thing about that show is it, it made me realize that Russell Simmons was insane. And oh. that he must have made a lot of money by being insane. And now he can pretend like he's not insane because he has money. No, he's that dude that, like, you have to pull him out of his own office and stuff like that. He's a workaholic, I guess. And then those kids get on my nerves. Like, what What really kills the two gr- Yeah, the two girls had went to a therapy because they had an addiction to shopping. Is yeah. What, is what it was. That's the thing about Run's House. It's like Seinfeld where there's no real plot and it's just a bunch of, like, garbled events of nothing. But the dialogue is is so annoying that I can't watch the show. Like, I don't know if they script it that way or if that's really how they talk. You're not talking about Seinfeld. No, no. Okay. Seinfeld's dialogue was what made the show. But <clears throat> Run's House is just idiot, idiotic. I can't follow it. I or like else it. I start feeling stupid. <laughs> I like it, man. But that's not <laughs> the point. The point of television is to educate and entertain. If I'm not entertained or educated, then what's the point? You're not entertained by Rev Run's various no. attempts to try and... What do you want to do? No, like you could have said you're not entertained by Rev Runs and just stopped it right there. The answer would be no for literally anything you would have put after that. <laughs> so anything. you're not a Run DMC fan? No, I am a Run DMC fan, but that's not Run DMC. That's post-Run DMC Run. <laughs> His wife is just like... Doesn't Weird. She like, annoying. She talks so slow. Like, I always... Like, when I first started watching, I was like, does she have, like... Mental issues. So we've all come to the consensus that there's nothing positive or endearing about this show, but you all wonder why I don't watch it. I'm I, t- like I'm, I like. I'm, I'm I like. I'm a fan. I think it's. Ooh. I think it's entertaining. The one when Kid Rock comes to town, that was great. And he put like a Hooter sticker on his. Uh, I forget, whatever his nicest car. Now, if you want to know what was like idiocy that I actually thought was entertaining, it was growing up Gotti. I thought that show was hilarious. Really? I watched a couple of those. Because they got these bunch of kids wearing their their hair like Super Saiyans, looking stupid as all get out. The Guido look? Yeah, and I didn't want to say that on air because I know it's offensive to some people, but that I would hope it's only offensive to people who have hair like that. (laughs) Because I don't mind offending them. They offend themselves. (laughs) 
by existing. Seems like there's a slew of shows now where it's you don't watch it because you're entertained or you like the characters. You watch it because you hate these people. Sweet sixteen, right? And well, Exile. now we've got Exile going on, which yeah. is the yeah. Best. That's just that's just gonna make great TV. <laughs> that's the best. That have you, what, have you seen that yet? I've, I've seen it. About it. I watched and the hearing Thailand about one. it was like changed. I watched my life. the girl from like Austin go to. She went to uh, Thailand. 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 Was it Thailand? Where she had to sleep in a house made of doo-doo? Oh, that was the girl from, like, Florida or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, Africa. And, like, and then, like, she, they, when they build the houses, they apparently just soft enough, like, old cow dung and, like, just throw it on the wall or whatever. It was, it was insane. See, society would be so much better if you could bring the classes to a level playing field like that. (laughs) Just have a bunch of rich, bratty people have to deal with that on a daily basis, I bet you. Society, but that's the thing. They like claim to miss it when once they have to leave. And I don't buy that for a second. I'd like to think these groups are getting together. Like, okay, we got this rich, bald kid coming. How can we make their life miserable? Oh, I know. We live in poo huts. (laughs) (laughs) Great idea. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, she's like, what is this made of? They're like cow dung. Yeah, cow dung. dung? She's like, what? What What? cow dung? (laughs) You know, they're like the poop from the cow. Oh, I can understand a person not knowing what their word is but here how's this for something i'm sitting in my room watching a democratic national convention that has no bearing on what anybody out there should do with their vote this fall but that's what i was watching that's that's a good disclaimer you know okay yeah because i break so many rules on the radio but i you know if anybody knows me they know i'm a big fan of like the civil rights era most black people are yeah so i have a malcolm x poster in my room and 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 so it's like Joshua 101 to come into my room and A say are you voting Democratic this fall why that's stupid vote for McCain he spends our money better and my first response I'm like whose money (laughs) my money is the government's money unless he's spending the government's money he's not spending my money so okay that's that's okay that's understandable I'm tolerant of people who aren't voting for Obama because you know that's what makes the world work you know it's their choice as long as people give me a valid reason why they want to vote for whoever yeah but then if anyone tries to give you a valid reason, you'll jump all over it. No, not necessarily jump over it. I can understand why some people would vote for McCain because I used to feel like McCain was the type of guy I could vote for. He's like one of the most moderate Republicans. Exactly. So you know, I never thought he was terrible. But then she he was a prisoner of war for like a decade. Yeah, that too. Then she looks at the picture above my uh, TV and she asks me, "Who's Malcolm X? Who was this?" (laughs) I'm All not right. Say her name no, right no, here. no. We don't want to do that. No, we're not. We're not trying to call anyone. We're not out. trying to have the Black Coalition march down the street with torch in hand. <laughs> Thank you, public schools, for your. <laughs> Yo, like I mean, literally any public figure that has been important in the last hundred years, I know who they are, regardless of creed. I can tell you who the first, uh, like what, like I don't know anything. You know, I don't want to say anything offhand and look stupid but Malcolm X is a very important person in life he's on one of my shirts <laughs> there it is he's on somebody's does he have his own stamp at least you know just yeah, to keep it so. purely superficial you like, know <laughs> Malcolm X that would like if, my, if if you if you had been my dad I don't think that chick would be like I mean I see if I had a picture of Eldridge Cleaver <laughs> or or Asa Philip Randolph in my room those are the type of people people might not know but Malcolm X is Malcolm X if I'd had Martin Luther King on my wall and she'd have asked who was that I'd have thrown her out the house physically <laughs> uh, she would Jesus. be banned you couldn't do that for Malcolm X 
It took a lot of strength not to. <laughs> That's when I, I think I realized what discipline and patience really meant. Should just been like Den- Denzel played him. <laughs> I had to put some. I had to put that in perspective for somebody where we were talking about some famous black person. I had to say basically somebody so and so played them in a movie, and mm-hmm. everybody got it. I don't. Remember, <laughs> I don't remember what it was. But it like, oh, that's who Denzel was playing in that movie. <laughs> I was like, wow. It's just <laughs> called X. I don't know. Yo, because if she would have looked at the picture and said that was Denzel Washington, I would have been upset, but I wouldn't have been that upset. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. It means that she's at least been outside of a rock at one point in her life. <laughs> and I mean, it'd be a really good compliment to Denzel. Right. I he's really so hope this girl. like how synonymous he is with that role. I hope this girl isn't listening right now. I hope she is. <laughs> she needs to be berated wow. and made fun of without anyone knowing who she is. Well, I hope Happy Hour still airs next week. <laughs> I know I've been like two hundred times more controversial than I was last semester. Be a yeah, new segment. On I'm the glad show. you saved all that for me, Josh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Take it or leave it. I'm sorry. I, I I transformed into a goblin over summer. It's just it's just one of those natural progressions. <clears throat> all right. Well, we'll jump good. on movies right now. You guys see anything new recently? Knocked up. <laughs> <laughs> Star- starring me? With Brandon as the That's lead right. attraction. Well, just uh, kind of run through the top five here. We've got Tropic Thunder still still plugging I away. I still want to see that. Babylon AD movie. debuting at number two. That was literally know. the only movie to get a bad rating in City Pulse last week. Really? It got a C minus. See, I was just reading the paper, and it's like, yo, if everything's an A and B movie, why does everything suck? Yeah, it's got a C on uh, Box Office Mojo, too. I think on Rotten Tomatoes, it has, like, a 4% rating. <laughs> wow, really? Wow. It didn't, it, like, when I think about some of the movies Vin Diesel's been in, like, he's been in some movies. The Pacifier. This baby I was needs gonna, maximum security? Well, <laughs> greatest quote ever. Even, well, I, I actually never saw that movie, but I was thinking back to movies like The Chronicles of Riddick, which to this day is still in my top ten of, like, worst movies ever made, so. Let's, I, let's not Riddick forget. Yeah. He oh, was in Saving okay, Private Ryan. That's cool. Yeah. He was in Saving Private Ryan. Really? He died in that, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Spoiler. Sniper trying to save. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler on a movie from 96. They haven't seen Saving Private Ryan 10 years later. They deserve to get the movie. <laughs> whatever. Yes, Vin Diesel does pass away in uh, Saving Private Ryan, unfortunately. Um, we got The Dark Knight at number three. That's that's pretty amazing, actually. It's, the, it's an amazing movie. Okay. It's awesome. It is. Do you disagree? Everyone, everyone loves it. Everyone loves it. No, no, no. I'll have to give. Although I do house. say, I I couldn't handle that movie a second time in theaters. Like I was just. Yeah, just, it, yeah. It, it it was it was sufficient for me to yeah. one time. The one time was great, but again in theaters was not. Yeah. Not Luckily, we got to see it at the IMAX, so it was just like woo. Right. And you get all that once, and then it's just one of those things you just don't try and recreate. No. <laughs> uh, at number four, we've got the House Bunny. Um, yeah. My my sweet her, mate, I don't know what my sweet mate went to see. That's Anna Faris. Yeah, okay. my, it my is sister. what it is. Yeah, Traitor is number five. My sister said that was a really good movie. Who's in that? Steve Don Cheadle, isn't it? Don no, Don Steve Don Martin Cheadle. came up with the original idea during oh. like a conversation. Okay, I'm looking for that movie with um, even Stevens guy where Shia he gets Buff. the phone Eli. calls. And they're like, you jump out the window right yeah. now. Oh, yeah, that's like, basically, blah, 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 blah. basically, it sounds like the first part of The Matrix. Yeah. I mean, to me. Yeah, but it's way better. I mean, I is that know, out? And Enemy of the State. 
Yeah, you know, like I don't know what I, I mean. I don't know what those guys are doing in Hollywood, but it just it seems like so many of the movies now they're coming out with is like, Death let's for. just let's just put people in scenarios that no one can explain. And like phone booth. I was gonna say, well, yeah. I have this very contrived trap that you just happened to walk into, Dan. I'm going to test your integrity. <laughs> like, I hate movies like that. Like, Saw was okay. Like, it, it made sense with the mm. first movie. Oh, the, the second time. Yeah. The, the second one every one year. The third one was, re- like, really good which to one, me. Which yeah. one were they trapped in the house? Because I thought two. Two. that was the last good one right there. I hate it, too. They call it the fifth one. This year. They're gonna keep doing it. Yeah. Oh yeah, because there's going to be, be made. like fi- Friday the thirteenth until Saw in space. Saw in space. I mean, <laughs> I mean they got Jigsaw they got, versus Hellraiser or some stupid crossover that Freddy just doesn't make sense. If they can get a Leprechaun in space, I think they can get Saw into space. And see, I respect the Leprechaun series because they know what they are. They know what their purpose is. It's just to be outlandish. So, <laughs> Leprechaun in the Hood, Leprechaun in Space was the same movie to me. <laughs> it's just like they basically <laughs> said, okay, we're going to switch the green room from that to this. <laughs> cue, cue the little writer. <laughs> we're in the hood. Nah. Wow. All right. Um, coming soon, we got uh, Bangkok Dangerous for all of you uh, Michael Cage fans. Another Michael Cage? Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Wow. Or Michael Cage. It just sounds like you comp- you comprise two douchebags <laughs> in the one. Michael oh Keaton and Nicholas Cage. An- Woo! Another remake. Or any Michael. I'm sure I could find a few. <laughs> um, everyone wants to be Italian. Anyone heard of that? Uh, who's in that? that? Mm, people. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> uh, description there. Yeah. Uh, I get, get you this. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's worth the click and the and the loading of a page to <laughs> check this out. That's how a a lovelorn um, urbanite who has spent nearly a decade trying to win back his ex-girlfriend gets involved in a romantic case of mistaken ethnicity in director Soul Jason Man? Todd's... <laughs> what's that? So it sounds kind of like Soul Man, maybe? The formulaic, wow. let's laugh at everybody's stereotypes together Ooh. movie. There you go. Um, <laughs> and let's hug at the end. Has yeah. anyone heard of this movie called Burns After Reading? Oh, yeah, that's yes. the one from the Coen brothers. Yeah, George with, uh, Clooney, John Malkovich, Brad Pitt, just the name of you. Really yeah. interested in seeing that. Uh, there's Mr. Foe. No, I don't know. That I don't know. Who's in that? Righteous Kill comes out the 12th. With uh, De, Niro De Niro and Al Pacino? No. So There's also that uh, the one movie with Luke Wilson. Oh, I thought you were oh, about yeah, to say yeah. Uncle Luke from Two Live Crew. I was about to say <laughs> what? <laughs> Someone decided to put him in a movie. That almost made my day. <laughs> He's been in movies before. Yeah, right. No one knows what we're talking about right now. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> Two Live Crew set the uh, the industry standard for a uh, parental advisory CD. There it Pretty is. much. That's why, the that's why I hope I never meet Uncle Luke. <laughs> I want to play some of his music this weekend. Wow. That's a spoiler for Vibe right there. We have a lot of great things up for the show this weekend. Uh-oh. People don't know. Guess who Guess who, Guess who? who we're interviewing for the Vibe this weekend? Who? Young Jeezy. Not. I promise you we how? are. How? I'm not going to say how. If I find <laughs> everybody know my tips, then they're going to start having oh, okay. their own radio show. You want Impact <laughs> to be number one, right? All right, all right. Because the phone, because I don't think ninety six point five is done yet. Wow. So not not to call anyone out. <laughs> all right, all right. So <laughs> so tune in for that. Autumn, Autumn's in the other room. Hey, Autumn, come in and say hi. Don't be such a uh, stranger. 
God, you're goofy. Look at you. What's up? Wet up. Wet up. Did you say wet up? Wet up. <laughs> W-A-T. Are you sure it's not wet up? No, it's W-A-T-U-P. Wet up. Wet. Wet up. You know that you can make the word wet sound funny like just by going wet? Just say it as droll and as low as possible and spell it W-H-U-T. What? I promise you people will get upset at that. What? You'll just be like, they'll be talking for 10 minutes. You'll be like, what? What? <laughs> I think what is the preferred one for me, at least. I enjoy what. Yeah, we're really talking about this on air right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. This is this is going over air. This is my show. Do you, ever do, the, do you ever do the what's people doing for the weekend on here? Yeah, what are you doing? Are you having another blowout and jumping on cars? No, what's going on? actually I'm performing at Max tonight. There it is. I'm at Respiration. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's right. Showcase. Nice. Yep. Oh, boy. From 10 to 2. Autumn, you said you're going, right? Yeah, I'll be there. Oh, you will? Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, you could break dance with me on stage. I have stage. to be here. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Special stuff coming up now, with Hours of Power. Uh-oh. Raise the roof. I'm going to I'm gonna jump over to the odd, because uh, we've got, what, Motion City Soundtrack and the Hard, hard lessons. lessons. I like those, yeah. Basement and favorite yeah. Hard Lessons. I know uh, Natalie and Jeremy are fans. Yeah, they get the Jay Young stamp of approval, too. When okay. I met them, they were really cool. Okay. The Jay Young stamp of approval. Yes. We need some production for that, too. It's like... It would be me singing with the soul glow music in the background. <laughs> Stamp of approval. <laughs> I miss my escrow. I'm sorry. Wow. I just had a moment there. All right. East well, Lansing, you didn't need to hear that. Eric, you got big big things going on this weekend? Eric, missed Hunter Eric? The only big thing going on this weekend is me. That's pretty much it. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. All right. Oh, man. Let me stop. Why haven't I been kicked out of this station yet? I don't know. Uh, Reed, Reed must not I listen feel your, to that. I feel your days are numbered, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> your days are numbered. Uh, Eric, what do, what do you got going on? Eric, hey. uh, Um, I don't know. I'll probably call Josh and he'll probably be like, oh, well, we're doing this. No, we're not doing anything this weekend. I'm no, not doing two, anything. 207, <laughs> 207 Bogues, not, not going to jump Yeah, off the show weekend. is preempted this week. Okay. The U.S. Open is going to be on instead. So 207 Vogue <laughs> would not be shown. <laughs> the U.S. Open? I've, I've been watching that. All right. Yeah. Okay. I, I was a big tennis fan. I thought fan. you were making fun of it. No. There. No, I watched We got, I we watched got American Williams. Andy Roddick tonight. Isn't he like the only ranked competitor in the men's field left? No. Or did Federer? Nadal. Or Federer beat? Federer and Nadal. Okay. Yeah, Federer won today and Nadal. Nadal's in there. It was something. I had heard something weird on Sports Center. I thought it was the equivalent of... He might be the only ranked American left. Probably. He usually is. Yeah. Well, him and James Blake. Well, Blake's never going to turn the corner. I'm sorry. No. It's like when I used to root for Todd Martin because he was from Michigan. <laughs> Todd Martin. And he was yeah. just that Mr. I'm going to just go to the quarterfinals and lose. If that. <laughs> Towards the end, it was like, I'm going to reach the second round, maybe. And then there was that one Wimbledon where he made it to the semifinals and promptly lost. There it is. He's the Buffalo Bills of tennis. There it is. Well, on, on that note, uh, you know, we'll just, <laughs> we'll just wrap it up here. But I do want to thank, you know, Josh. Don't take anything Josh says to, to heart. None of the jokes, well, at least. None of the jokes. It could be worse. I could be a bigoted conservative in here. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Eric. Darren missed. Thank you, Brian, in there for, uh, you know, you get to listen to this lovely jargon every week so that's fun um we're about to send it over to the basement for two hours of local tunes which is awesome uh followed up by the hours of power from 10 to 2 the most evil hours of music 
in the uh, mid-Michigan area. So uh, why'd you look at me when you said that? I'm just looking at, at them. I don't know. They're um, okay. Thank you, say. Natalie. Natalie's giving me the thumbs up. I just want to tell everyone: um, if this show didn't do it for you, please check out the podcast on Impact89FM.org. Until next week, we'll see you later. Thanks for listening to this evening's Exposure, only on 88.9 The Impact.